Welcome, everybody, to Pick and Roll. This is your NBA discussion and betting show powered by the Hammer Betting Network. On You can watch this on the YouTube channel, The Board NBA, or also on Twitter at The Board NBA, which is the NBA division of the Hammer Betting Network. But we are here today to discuss various matters. We're going to talk about Ben Simmons. We're going to recap the plays from yesterday. And, of course, we are going to go to Pip's for his best bets. But to start us off here, uh, we can't ignore the biggest sporting event in the world is going on here. I am Canada. I'm looking forward to Canada's game later today. Pip saw his country, Croatia, face off against Morocco earlier in a nil-nil draw. And we'll just touch on that briefly. Pips, um, maybe it's just some quick thoughts on Croatia and their chances this tournament and how they played today. So uh, I think coming into this tournament I thought Croatia has a great chance to go deep we have a great team probably one of the best midfields in the entire tournament mm-hmm. and the first game of the tournament was a draw goalless draw and I was very very disappointed with the way we played it was like alibi game not even trying too hard everyone was just like no energy and some stuff tactical that I didn't like, like Modric coming down to between the center backs to get the ball and being far away from the final third when you have guys like Mar- Marcelo Brozovic and Kovacic who are great at doing that. And at this age, yeah, Modric was doing this for, the, for his entire career, but uh, at this age, he just can't get from one side to the other and our other guys need to work hard to make things easier for him. And yeah, we just need to be a little bit more aggressive and attacking minded, especially against teams like Morocco and in the game against you guys. I mean, I'm hoping for a little bit more offensive minded side. Yeah. I, I, I thought it was a strange performance from Croatia. So you watched it at a comfortable hour. I had to get up at 5 a.m. here to watch that game. And uh, I was thoroughly disappointed with the game in general. <laughs> I also had a, a wager on Croatia to win that game on the three-way line. So unfortunately, that did not pay out there. But um, I think they are a good team. That result was good for Canada. And uh, I'm kind of excited to watch Canada play against Croatia. A little bit of a battle between the, the pick-and-roll hosts. So... Um, that will be def- that would definitely be interested, guys. If you want World Cup betting content by the Hammer, by the way, go to at Fine Margins with two S's on Twitter for our daily show at four fifteen every Monday Monday through Friday. As you can get this one Monday through Friday at eleven fifteen a.m. But uh, because there is some movement, I'm going to go off script here. We are going to quickly go into the official pick number one, then do our discussion, then move into our official pick number two. Uh, I'll say it quickly here. We have Andrew Wiggins. Under 19.5 points, that is minus 115 at FanDuel. There's been lots of movement on this play. So if you're watching live, Pips, the recommendation here is to go get it quickly. And for what reason do you suggest to go get this one? So, yeah, Andrew Wiggins opened up at 19.5 points at minus 115 at FanDuel a couple of minutes ago. And he's 17.5 everywhere, everywhere, like DraftKings, BetMGM, Every 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 major book he has have his line at seventeen and a half, which makes sense. I think that's the correct line, and I think this one will close probably at seventeen and a half. And main reason for that is 
Golden State Warriors roster is completely healthy. Everyone is playing tonight. And yep. Los Angeles Clippers playing have the best defense in the league, like second best after Milwaukee Bucks. But they are low the least points because they have they played the one of the slowest pace in the leagues. And they are also the best small forward defense in the league. So there are like a couple of reasons. An additional reason is the spread for this game is 10 points. So, yeah, I just like everything makes sense to go and he, to bet he's under. So FanDuel, you said, might see some movement off that minus 115. Right now, I just checked 10 seconds ago. Points bet, if you have an account there. Uh, still have this one at minus 115, the odds that we have provided here. So uh, we try our best to to make sure the picks are still in play when we go live. But sometimes if it happens during the show, we just want to make sure if you're watching live, you get that number. Uh, if FanDuel does not have it still, points bet does. And I am extraordinarily confident at this point that the, this will close below 19.5 as we're seeing the major books move off of that. But let's transition back into the discussion. One of the talking points yesterday was the Philadelphia 76ers who played against the Brooklyn Nets, which meant it was Ben Simmons' return to Philadelphia. Now, Philadelphia were pretty big underdogs here, but they a little, not quite a big shock here, but they upset the Brooklyn Nets a little bit. Brooke, uh, Philadelphia come away with the win. There was a key player there that we had money on, which we'll touch on in our recap. But Ben Simmons is somebody I wanted to discuss. Obviously, a really down year for what Brooklyn were kind of expecting of the player, which has been a problem for them, and they voiced their their concerns in press conferences. But yesterday, despite the loss, you talked about Ben Simmons potentially attacking a, a points rebound assist market, and he fared quite well there. 11 points, 7 rebounds, 11 assists, and also he added in 3 steals, 3 blocks, and he's had some decent games the last week. Do you see this maybe as Ben Simmons starting to really turn around his Brooklyn Nets career? Yeah, I, I, as I said before the game, and you mentioned I was on his point rebounds and assists, which opened at 21 and a half, but closed at 25 and a half, and he still covered it. Yeah, they run entire offense through him, and that makes sense because uh, the the best action uh, I've seen they run is like uh, defender is like far away from Simmons because he can shoot. But then going into a dribble handoff with Simmons like uh, Kyrie or Durant. So with Ben Defender being way off him, Durant and Irving has have like wide open mid-range shots every time they run that action. And yeah, that's where he gets the most assists. And yeah, he, he's a bit more aggressive over the last couple of games. He, he he made like 80% of, of his field goal attempts. And yeah, he's playing better, but still not. I mean, last game was great, especially on the defensive end. But that's not the Ben Simmons. Yeah, he needs to continue improving. Yeah, so I, I, for me, the biggest thing for Simmons has just been, does he does he want to play basketball? And granted... He's getting paid to do it, but at the end of the day, mental health-wise, he's had some issues there, and there's been question marks about his willingness to actually play, and the Brooklyn Nets have been very vocal about this, but when he feels like it and just wants to show up, he is an outstanding player. We saw from his initial seasons in the NBA, it looked like, to me, this was a future MVP candidate, but he just flatlined at those numbers in Philadelphia, 
They got a little bit fed up with it. I think that had a toll on the player as well. And since coming to Brooklyn, he's just not been the player that the Brooklyn Nets expected to be getting. They were leaning heavily on him for their defense, which has been extremely poor this season. But maybe stuff is kind of getting to him. Maybe he's starting to feel comfortable again out there. We'll see. I'm not completely sold on it after you know a couple good games, but maybe a positive step in the right direction. Uh, any more thoughts on Simmons before we close that? Yeah, I actually think his defense was all right, even at the beginning of the season. Just not mm-hmm. Ben Simmons' defensive player right. of the year. Yeah, right. level. And last couple of games, he played great defense. But the problem with Nets, they are just... I think they allowed 20 offensive rebounds last night. And you just can't get defensive rebounds with Ben at five. I mean, I know it's like looking nice to play Ben Simmons at the five, but that's not that's not it. I mean, especially if you have like... If you have no big rebounders and rim protection guys... And him defending as the five is not... You, you want him as the weak side defender or help defender and not a big... I mean, yeah, I don't like his role at the Nets, but I think he's... On defensive end, he's doing all right. Maybe that's a fair statement. He's not being used in the same way that he has normally been used where we've seen him at those levels. So uh, a good point for myself, especially to consider there. But with that... On with the second pick of the day. We already gave out our first one. If you missed it earlier on in the show, we are on Andrew Wiggins under 19 and a half points. The reason we rushed it a little bit was because the numbers seemed to be moving off of that at major sports books, and we did not want you guys to miss out as well. But now for the second pick, we are going to uh, the same game parlay where we have in the 76ers again who visit the Hornets. Yesterday, we had Tobias Harris over 18.5 points, and he cleared that easily despite leaving the game briefly for an injury, I believe. Today, we're on over 17.5 points for Harris, along with Melton over 1.5 three-pointers, which is minus 120 at BetMGM. Pips, wanted to bring it to you to ask about Harris's game yesterday and how he played, how he covered that line, and uh, obviously, you liked it enough to go back to it here. Yeah, uh, so he started the game I mean, terrible. Like he he missed, he dropped the ball on like three layups. He he had so many turnovers. Like he was rusty, and I was a bit worried about our over. I mean, he he was getting great looks, but he was losing the ball. Like he would just go for a wide open layup and lose the ball. Like it was terrible in the first half. He had six points at the half, and the second half started. He injured himself while missing wide open layup again. And I was like, okay, we are losing this one. And then he came back and they started just going every possession to him. And he was just started scoring like crazy and played like, I think he played like 70 minutes straight without going to the bench. And I think we can expect huge minutes tonight, even though it's a back-to-back. I mean, and if they just continue doing the same thing that they did in the second half, going to him, he should be able to cover this easily, especially if he gets to be aggressive. Like last night, Charlotte Hornets are making a ton of fouls and he will get to the line. I think he could cover like 40% of this line just for the free throws. And with drop coverage, Harris is a decent or above average mid-range shooter. 
and he improved his three a lot. So yeah, he's like three level scorer, scorer. And with all these guys out, I think this is pretty great spot to, to bet on. On Harris and Melton, I think like he scored six threes last night and five threes the night before. He shot 23s over the last two games, and Charlotte Hornets are allowing, I think, third most threes in the entire league. So I think like this is a great spot for him to just continue shooting because Tobias Harris is more like spot-up shooter uh, on threes. Um, PJ Tucker also. Uh, they have Bigs who doesn't shoot threes. Shake Milton is not a pull-up shooter, so the only pull-up shooter and the main guy in shooting threes is Melton. And they will need his three-point shooting tonight. Right. And like you said, with Melton, maybe they're leaning on him a little bit more today to take those three-pointers. Just to get him at 1.5. Over 1.5 is a good spot. Harris, as you mentioned, cleaned up pretty easily yesterday. So hopefully more of the same today against this, this dismal Charlotte Hornets team. The other play we had on the board, I'm a little bit jumbled up from the, the change in our schedule for today. But we also had a same-game parlay that included Bogdanovich, who easily covered his line some more Croatian national pride for yourself Mm -hmm. and Jaden Ivey who goes nowhere near the line when I looked I was a bit shocked to see the box score for Ivey Um, maybe just quickly touch on one minute here on Ivey and Bogdanovich's performances for the Pistons yeah as I said in my analyst my main thing about betting Ivey was DeAndre Jordan at five they had Jokic uh, and Jamal Murray as doubtful and suddenly they came back playing in and Jokic was just, they were hedging the pick and rolls on Ivy and with Jokic's size, he couldn't do much there. And also he, he missed a couple of easy ones and then got benched. Burks was playing amazing. And so Ivy ended up with like 25 or 26 minutes. So yeah, I was expecting, I didn't expect Jokic to play and especially Murray because then Murray was on... Uh, play um, on Killian Hayes and uh, Ivy got the, the toughest matchup in KCP yeah. so yeah it changed everything for that game and yeah yeah unfortunate there but we split there and looking for two wins on the plays for today just to recap if you missed the early one we do have Andrew Wiggins under 19 and a half points uh, we can't say for certain that is still available at FanDuel. It was available there when we started the show and also was available at points bet. But Andrew wins under 19.5 points with the Warriors. And the same game parlay we have in the 76ers and Hornets game. Melton over, excuse me, 1.53 points made. And Tobias Harris over 17.5 points. That is minus 120 at BetMGM. Thank you so much for tuning in today to the Pick and Roll Show, where we do daily NBA betting content all throughout the weekdays, Monday through Friday at 11.15 a.m. Eastern Time on the Board NBA Twitter account, at the Board NBA, and the Board NBA YouTube channel. If you're watching on Twitter, please drop a like and follow the account. If you're watching on YouTube, please drop a like and consider subscribing to the channel. For more betting content, we do a World Cup show now, the biggest sporting event in the world, Monday through Friday, where I actually am providing betting insight myself more often on there. And that is every day, every weekday at 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time at Fine Margins with two S's on Twitter or Fine Margins on YouTube. Thank you so much for tuning in again. We will see you tomorrow for more NBA bets. 